0: Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift
1: Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Australia, Canada, and Germany, and in the states of Illinois, Florida, and Massachusetts, and to all of you for pushing us over our previous high of 95,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. I have a wonderful program for you with Winston Price on staying spiritually refreshed during the holidays and beyond. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is be grateful People who are grateful are happier. Manifestation is most successful from an attitude of gratitude. Start and or end each day reciting or writing the things for which you are grateful. Include what you usually take for granted like breathing, shelter, food, seeing and hearing. I pulled myself out of a depression by doing this and in the process learned what gratitude really means. Thank. Thank you are the two most powerful words in the English language. They are so strong that they can shift negative thoughts and energy into positive ones. Dr. Emoto scientifically proved that positive thoughts can even purify polluted water. If you have a repetitive negative thought, you can say thank you silently or out loud over and over again until the negative thought disappears. Sometimes I even say thank you when someone says something unkind to me. Usually the person is so stunned they have no response and the conversation is over. Now think about how often you thank the people who you live with. Do you take them for granted or do you Thank them for making dinner, doing the grocery shopping, picking up the kids, mowing the lawn, making the bed, or planting a beautiful garden. Do you appreciate the extra efforts they take to make your life better, or do you just expect them to do it? We feel better when we are appreciated by those we love and those we work with and for. Thank you means more emotionally than a paycheck does. Yes, we need the money to support our physical well-being and we need the gratitude and appreciation to support our emotional well-being. Both are necessary. Some of us grew up knowing the importance of appreciation and gratitude, and some of us had to teach ourselves. As our gratitude expands, we even become grateful for the challenges that help us grow. The checkout clerk at the grocery store, the beauty of nature, and the gift of being alive. Gratitude is also an important component of my next workshop. Receive abundance in 2019. Set the energy for love, health, and wealth. Abundance is a gift of love from the divine. As a child of infinite love, it is your birthright. All you have to do is remove the hidden blocks to receiving, know you are deserving, and open the door. Since there are numerous layers of consciousness from the surface levels of the conscious mind to the deepest levels, levels of the unconscious mind, the process of bringing in abundance does not always happen immediately. Your commitment, patience, faith, trust, and gratitude are the keys to nurturing your path to lasting abundance. We have at least 60,000 thoughts a day, and about 90% of those thoughts are negative. Even more disturbing is that we keep repeating the same negative thoughts over and over again from day to day, week to week, and year to year. This affects our self-esteem, self-confidence, relationships, health, and even financial abundance. In fact, it affects every area of your life. Everything begins and ends with your mind. What you give power to has power over you, but only if you allow it. In this experiential workshop, you will discover and remove the hidden blocks to your abundance, experience the feeling of deserving, open your mind and heart to receiving, Learn how to recognize and be grateful for every step along the way and receive techniques to use on your own. We will meet on Saturday, January 5th. For details and registration, go to drpaulajoyce.com. Looking ahead, my next workshop will be the Om Am Awakening, Balancing the Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or to present this mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter, and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Winston Price, who will talk with us about staying spiritually refreshed during the holidays and beyond. I received this email from uh, about our show last week. Cindy Goodman-Stelberg on Feeling Better, Conquering Depression Without Medication. Rachel wrote, Dr. Paula, I loved your guest suggestion to deal with one relationship at a time and to change my own behavior in order to improve relationships that cause me angst. Her approach to change with the goal of a positive versus a negative outcome was inspiring. Thank you for providing me and others with a better perspective to deal with our own depression and encouragement to take responsibility for changing ourselves instead of accepting and assuming we are powerless. Cindy explained that her approach is based on interpersonal psychotherapy. She helps people learn new behaviors and new attitudes to create more positive relationships and therefore feel better. The client commits only six to eight weeks. Set specific goals and focuses on the present, not the past. By working on your present relationships, you can actually heal your past. Because depression is usually caused by life transitions complicated grief, interpersonal conflict, or social isolation. When you pinpoint the problem, and you can work on making changes and learning new strategies that will help you feel better. While people often worry about the worst outcome, Cindy encourages them to focus on the best outcome. It's even okay to teach people how you want to be treated and to choose to change for your children. Any reason that gets you to change is a good one. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For more on Feeling Better, please listen to some of our shows from 2017 on August 10 with Estelle Frankel, Learning How to Face the Unknown, August 17 with Barbara Jaffe, Knowing You Are Good Enough, and November 30th with Mary Shores. Your words can change your mind, your choices and your life you can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again that's the beauty of having the shows on demand you have easy access anytime day or night allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope comfort and inspiration whenever it is I'm here for you For added value, read my current blog on transforming anxiety and panic attacks to peace. Stress and anxiety are among the top five reasons for emergency visits to the hospital during the holidays. Here's one technique from my blog to help you during the holidays and the entire year. Visualize a rainbow with silver sparkles in it or draw it and carry it with you. Just looking at it will remove fear and anxiety and replace it with love. The rainbow is universal love, and the color silver provides protection from negative forces. To read the rest of my blog, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and remember, where there is love, no fear, anxiety, panic, or any negative emotion can exist. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Tuesday night, I got an email that my guest for today had to cancel. As you might suspect, this made creating a great episode for you a bit challenging. I paused to think through my options. I could play a past episode, but then I'd miss the opportunity to offer fresh content, which seemed especially important during the holiday season. Besides, I didn't want to break my record of offering new content every week. Then I remembered an email exchange I had earlier in the day with my executive producer. I remembered thinking his ideas would make a great show during the holidays, but I quickly dismissed the thought since I was already booked. Now, however, I had an opening. It felt like divine intervention. Even though it was eight in the evening, I had a feeling Winston would be on social media. I sent him a note through Messenger explaining the situation and asking if he would be my guest and talk about his perspective on the holidays. I got an immediate yes along with an offer to write the e-card and get it out before the end of the day. By 2 p.m. yesterday, Winston had everything up on social media and had checked in with me several times to complete the, com- the planning of the show and to make sure we were in sync. Winston turned a problem into a delightful experience peppered with lots of fun emojis squeezed amongst serious dialogue. When I sent a thank you note to host services, I didn't expect a response, but I did get one from Ryan Treasure, the Vice President of Operations at Voice America. He said, you're very welcome. We appreciate you and your show and wish you a happy holiday season. I still hear those words in my head. It feels good to be appreciated. During the five years I've been with Voice America, I've gotten to know many of the staff members, and this experience is typical. I know Winston the best because I work the most closely with him. Our mutual respect has grown into a friendship. I am very grateful for all the ways in which I benefited personally and professionally from my association with Voice America and with Winston, who I want to introduce now. Winston Price is a senior executive producer for Voice America Talk Radio Network, where he supports his hosts, including me, with the complete business and personal aspects of creating and developing their show. He's a graduate of Indiana University with over 20 years of marketing, advertising, and public relations experience. Winston is also a master martial artist and personal trainer with over 25 years experience. He runs his own school, Internal Magnification Martial Arts, where he helps people reach their personal goals of health and fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. As Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, like and recommend us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read about and register for my new workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, what are you grateful for this holiday season? tuned tuned we'll be right back with Winston Price who will talk with us about staying spiritually refreshed during the holidays and beyond
2: find out what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I also appreciate, always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email d are Joyce at gmail.com i value you and what you have to say so please let me know what's on your mind and heart and i hope you wrote down what you're grateful for this holiday season and i'm so pleased to welcome winston price to talk with us about staying spiritually refreshed during the holidays and beyond hi winston hello
3: hello Hello. how are we (laughs) 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 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've got. I, I, I have two mute buttons over here. I have a mute button on my mic. I have a mute button on screen, and I had one on, one off. So I was trying to figure out which one. And I'm happy. You want to know why I'm happy? Because it's 2018. There was a problem right there. I could have gotten frustrated, but I didn't. You want to know why? Because I have this understanding of gratitude. It is what you were talking about before. I appreciate the fact that I live in an era that I have computers. I appreciate the fact that I'm a darker browned person and I live in this time and not some other time. There are so many things to be grateful for. Why get upset, right?
1: I I love it and and I have to tell you too that I had to laugh inside because also there was another silver lining there because she made me feel good because when I hit my mute button by accident and lose (laughs) lose the show or whatever, what you just did was make it okay that even those who are really adept at technology sometimes don't do it perfectly and it's okay.
3: (laughs) <laughs> All right thank you for having me today
1: well thank you for being on um, I love it and you've you've already uh, sort of moved into the topic that we want to talk about but I also want to read this email that, you sent to me because it was what triggered the idea for this show, which is so powerful. You wrote, I'm not a fan of winter holiday season. People get too stuck on social obligations and to me really get away from the spirit of the season. So talk to me a little bit about what you mean by that.
3: What I mean by that is... For how we as humans, and I, I'm, I'm speaking from a person raised in the United States of America. So that's the paradigm that I uh, live in, that I was raised in. So the way that we understand obligation, the term obligation or something being obligatory is, um, e- is erosive, right? When you think of something as being an obligation obligation, the very first thing that normally comes to mind isn't something good, right? Oh, well, I got to go do this. I have to go do that, that kind of a thing. So obligations themselves, the way that we internalize them, wears us down, right? So it excites our uh, sympathetic nervous system because now we're foreseeing lots of dangers and troubles that aren't even there. So it's that obligation of, okay, so it's the holiday season, you know it's going to happen, colds are going to happen, I don't have some bills paid, I still have to get all of these presents going on. So it's the thought of the obligation that really begins to wear people down.
1: And, And yet there's this expectation that there's a big fancy dinner, that... Um, that uh, everybody has to get the best presents. I mean, there's a reason they call uh, the what is it? The day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, because that's all the money in retail. Most of their money is made between Thanksgiving and and January first, or or Christmas Day, um, and then I guess the sales after Christmas add to that, but. That's when all the spending is done and people spend money they don't necessarily have.
3: And from my point of view, it's because they feel that obligation to do it. It's not a desire to do it, right? So um, this is where a part of my philosophical mind comes in. Soren Kierkegaard, okay, you have your wants, you have your Uh, uh, your moral, so what you should be doing, and you have your faith. So what I'm focusing on right now in this talk is more so the moral standard, what you've been told you must do. You must do this. You must go to work. You must get the presents. You must make the dinner. And if there's a shift that people have and they start saying, this is what I get to do, it'll start to lessen the energy drain and more than likely start to add energy to them. Right.
1: Um, I love it. Um, so it's not necessarily that we, ha- that we shouldn't be doing these things. It's the attitude that we approach them with. Do we approach them with, we were talking, both of us were talking about gratitude earlier. Do we approach it with the gratitude that I have the health and ability to do these things? Or do yeah. I approach it with, I must?
3: Exactly. So there's a, a, a point in time, where I stopped changing I have to go to work with I get to go to work. I have to go to class when I was in university to I get to go to class. This is what I get to experience. This is what I get to do. I get to say I. I get to sense. And I'm telling you, there was a huge paradigm shift after that. I started having more energy, better energy at, at that.
1: Um, I I, I love it because what you're also talking about is self-empowerment and self-determination, that you've made a choice as opposed to somebody else making a choice for you.
3: Exactly. And this is why in the beginning I started to talk about how we're raised to understand the idea of obligation. Okay, so when people hear the term obligation, they have a tendency to, to go connotative negative, right? Now, I can obligate myself to be the best father possible. I can obligate myself to be the best um, senior executive producer for my hosts as possible. And that obligation, just like you're saying, because I put this on myself, I get to define it. It's very empowering for me. And it can, can, and I always love to to say it this way, it can allow one to draw more positive energy. it always to, to me, it always comes down to the person. Are they able to do it? The opportunity can be there, like you were speaking of before. However, are they able to take a hold of that opportunity?
1: So how do people begin to shift? How do they let go of the programming and start to... Uh, to be able, because you were saying it's it's individual. So, how do uh, how do people change a lifetime of programming?
3: Cool. So let's take this from a sociological standpoint, right? Because we are talking about an individual in society, correct? So, really, st- I, I I sometimes tell people, depending on the person, you know, start with finding the general in the specific and the odd in the normal. Okay? So the general in the specific. Try to find that common theme, that common good theme in everything that's out there that isn't of you. Okay? Now also try to find the weird in the normal. Like, well, why do I really do things this way? So there is a quick, quick story. Quick, quick story. Uh, There is a young child and her mother, and the mother cuts off the ends of the ham and puts it in the oven, and that's what they do. <laughs> and then the child grows up and becomes the grandmother, and then the grandmother goes to the grandchild, and the grandchild says, you know, Grandma, why do you cut off the ends of the ham? Our oven is big enough now, right? It's that It's 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 that kind of story. So it's really starting to study oneself and studying one's environment that I believe one um hopefully would be able to do to begin that journey of, as you're saying, letting go. Because if you can't look at yourself, and if you can't look at the world around you in an objective sense, it's going to make letting go a lot more difficult.
1: I remember, um, just an example of what you're saying, I think, I remember the day that I decided that I was a working mother and wife and was preparing holiday dinner for 30 people and I said, I'm not doing it all like my mother had done who was a stay-at-home mom and that was great that she did all of this herself, but actually she did it all with her sister. I didn't have any help, and I remember deciding I can't, I won't, I don't want to do this alone. And I started calling everybody, and that was the day it became a everybody brings a dish dinner.
3: <laughs> Beautiful. I, uh, as, as a male in this society, I decided not to be a, a man long before this um, gender issue came up nowadays. I was young. Oh, goodness. I, was, I had to have been in the fifth or sixth grade. And I would watch TV. So, you know, you had the Married with Childrens, You had the All in the Families. You had the Jeffersons. You had um, Good Times and all these things. The male figure didn't seem healthy, never seemed healthy. And I, and, and, and I go, why would I want to be that? And I couldn't find any good reason to be that. You know, so really starting to look at how we're being trained to be what we are. You know, when you go into um, a a large superstore, one of the one of the one of the things that really throws me off is you have a boys section of toys and a girl section of toys. We're already separating. We're already causing conflict, you know?
1: Exactly, because some girls do like trucks and some don't, and, and some ch- boys like dolls and some don't. it, it, it is. Yeah, I like that. It's beginning to look at people as real individuals with their own personality and their own desires, likes, and needs that don't necessarily fit the stereotype.
3: And this is great to bring into the holiday season When we are really projected to focus on other people, start to think about other people. So when you're out shopping and you see somebody rushing for that ham, make sure that you're starting to understand that they're not doing anything against you. They might have a whole slew of other things going on in their lives that has nothing to do with you. They might not even see you. Right? So, this is what I'm talking about when you're really talking about the season, this whole winter holiday season. Really start to understand the focus of the season from where I see it. For me, the focus of the season is understanding others' troubles and how you can help to make them better. That's the greatest gift you can give anybody. You know, if you want to start, if you really want to talk about gifts, start to understand where other people are and really understand they might not be where you are i rather enjoy a a quote from malcolm x don't get upset with people for where they are one time you didn't know either right
1: mm-hmm.
3: so go ahead sorry
1: no I, I that's beautiful um it's compassion it's um it's humanity and it's a path really to creating understanding and peace, which is supposedly the point of the season.
3: Exactly. Exactly.
1: I love it. Let's um, take a a, a break and come back and talk some more about um, how you approach the holidays because I think there's so much wisdom and information that we can all benefit from. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, co- go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com to sign up for my newsletter. you receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how will you stay spiritually refreshed now and always. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Winston Price talking more about staying spiritually refreshed during the holidays and beyond.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
2: We'll <laughs> be
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you'll stay spiritually refreshed now and always. Winston uh, oh and I'm sorry I, I'm so anxious to get back to our conversation or so excited to get back to it I just want to say one more thing to remind my listeners to listen um, at the end for how Archangel Shakina, um can help you so and I'm so glad we're here with Winston I'm loving this discussion and even just got a text message from someone who was saying how meaningful this is um, and and she's so grateful for the friendship that you and I have. And I want to put an exclamation point on that, that it, um, it is always enlightening and insightful to be in conversation with you, Winston. I always learn and grow um, w- when we talk. And I wanted to move to one of the questions that you posed um in one of our discussions and that is how is gratitude love
3: spot on when i think of gratitude and when i think of the things for which i am grateful none of those things am i without of love it is very difficult for me to conceive a situation to where I can be grateful for something and not also love that thing, if that makes proper sense. And if anybody out there can give me a, a situation, I'd be m- grateful for it. <laughs> Get it? So <laughs> when, 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 when really thinking about gratitude, I think about gratitude as active moments of love. It's similar to appreciation, right? I I loved it when you brought that up uh, at the beginning of the show. You know, there is having gratitude, there is having appreciation, and then there's the showing of it. There's the showing of gratitude. There's the showing of appreciation. And to me, those are all active moments of love. We're coming up with a bunch of quotes that I have in my head. (laughs) <laughs> I'm thinking about uh, Mr. Rogers from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. He had a picture of a, a, of a house that looked, you know, like someone younger did it. And he's like, this is a very, very nice house, isn't it? And he started to talk about how people use their, uh, how people use their imaginations and how the imagination is very powerful. And he also goes into saying that the imagination is meaningless without action. So you can have all of the gratitude, appreciation in your heart. However, if you don't express that, then those thoughts, those feelings do become meaningless to anyone outside of you. And then so why have those things? So when I think of gratitude as love, I'm really thinking of me being in the moment, me having that appreciation for that thing. Also, because this is the other part to it expressing that gratitude, expressing that appreciation to that thing. And when I say thing, I, it just, you know, noun, person, place, thing, idea, whatever it is. So it's the idea of, you know, keeping your house clean, picking stuff up because you have the gratitude for living inside of a house, you know, for going to your partner, your spouse, whom, whomever. And allowing them to know through your actions, just not your words, how you feel about them. I am so grateful you chose me. I appreciate that you accept me. So allow me to show you how I accept you by accepting you. And again, this is all about this this, this whole holiday season, this whole gift giving. I still cannot find a better gift than active Gratitude, than active appreciation, than really thinking about and acting upon someone else's being. You might never know. Uh, mm-hmm. You go to your family this year and you say, hey, y'all, look, I would love to get you all gifts this year. I cannot because I'm financially strapped. Think about this. When you were back in school, your teacher would say, when someone asks a question, You might want to listen to it because you might have the same question. When you speak up about your finances, somebody else might go, you know what? I can't do it either. And you might come to find that uh, you all have this common ground. So showing gratitude and being honest, showing appreciation and being honest, the gift of honesty. And now note, if you take these steps out of the holiday season and continue them on Throughout your life, it's highly likely you're going to have a better life. Being able to say yes and no, and not just yes all the time, because you're supposed to be nice, you're supposed to be kind, and the only nice kind words are yes. That is incorrect.
1: I I love what you're saying. There's so much importance in it and truth. And I remember, you know, when the kids were little and they would make little coupon gifts. You know, I'll give you a back massage. I'll wash the dishes, um, whatever, you know, and and. Those are gifts of self that don't cost any money, but do show appreciation at the same time that it is a gift of love and gratitude. Um, I, I, I love the way you describe that. And, and it, it ties in, too, with your concepts about God um, and love. Would you talk with us a little bit about that?
3: Absolutely. First, I'm going to start off by saying that it's my belief. It's my belief that God cannot be contained in any one word other than God. For me, for me, God is unknowable. We can't, we can't conceive completely, because of how we are, what God is. You know, we can never really know the mind of God because we'll never be able to have the full awareness of God. Now, what we can do from our senses is we can understand portions and pieces of God. We can understand love. We can understand gratitude. We can understand um, respect. We can understand overwhelming. Right. Think about. Uh, the, uh, I, I have these conversations with my uh, four-year-old, and he gets it because I speak to him like he's a human and not like he is below me. That's another just mind thing. That that's a whole nother show. Anyway, <laughs> so I speak to my son, and he says, "Yes, I'm made up of atoms, lots of par- lots of particles and molecules." I say, "Yes, yes, you are." And he goes on to say, "There are." Billions of universes inside of me. I go, you're absolutely correct. And I go, how big is the universe outside of you? He goes, it's even bigger than that. So when you really start to think of this, 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 this scale, we can, we can think of scales. We can think of a small scale as large. We can think of a large scale as small. So we can start to think of different parts of God. So when I think of the idea that God is love, I think more so that love is an understandable part of God that we can conceive and that we can bring forth into other realities and that we can bring forth into our own reality.
1: Mm. I, well, I agree 100% with what you're saying that um, you know we we want to try to understand god it's um, human nature our minds are inquisitive but god can't really be understood or or whoever people pray to and and whatever is um, spiritually meaningful to them can't be understood with language even uh, or with the conscious mind. It's really, and that's why we talk about you can't prove or disprove the existence of God or a higher power. we It's a matter of faith and belief. It's something we feel. It's something we just experience.
3: Yep, that, that, that is it. It is something we feel. We are censors. Now, note these, these are my opinions. Please feel free to email Dr. Paula with your thoughts anytime you want to. Uh, to, to me, life is to be a censor. Life is to take in input and uh, also process that. That's that's something that we have that I believe we should be grateful for is this idea of intuition, this idea of sensing and feeling really from a scientific uh, understanding, from a, 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 a quantum physics understanding. Matter is made up of small, tiny vibrations stacked upon each other like wafers. So the vibrations, scientifically, are there. We can see, we can hear, we can taste, we can touch, we can sense. We can receive data, and we can process that data. So, yes, from a, from a rational sense, sure, let's go ahead and say that God cannot be proven. From an irrational sense, God can be proven. Because the concept of God, no matter again what or who you're praying to, the concept of God can be felt, can be understood, can be sensed. That's what I believe.
1: Um, I, I I love the way you express it. It's really powerful, and it it matches uh, what I believe and and how I feel, and I think. Gratitude and love are doorways to feeling um, the presence of God, um, and and so this and and our intuition. So much of what we talked about today is so powerful and important for the holidays, and I feel like um, this show was divinely guided and that you were supposed to have this slot today. And I'm so grateful for you and to you for your stepping in and making this happen in such a beautiful and meaningful way and so quickly. Thank you, Winston.
3: You are very welcome. It all goes back to this idea of I get to. When I got your email, it wasn't, I got to go deal with Dr. Paula. I have to go do this. Oh, oh, here it, it it wasn't that it was, oh, my my friend, I get to be with Dr. Paula. I thought it was just going to be an email, right? I was like, "Okay, great." It's 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 that kind of concept. So, I'll I'll put this out to your listening audience. When you find yourself in those stressful moments, start to think, "Get to. I get to wrap this present. I get to make this meal. I get to i get to i get to this is what i get to do and i get to sense it it may change your reality for the better
1: thank you thank you so much winston and i wish you enjoyable holidays with doing the things that you get to do and with gratitude and love For you, thank you so much, Winston, and I thank everyone for joining us for uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com. Like us on Facebook. Look up my services. Um, I provide coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, and so on. Um, There's a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person, over Skype, or on the phone. When you work with me, you get Get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their wealth, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Archangel Shekinah is over gratitude and appreciation. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to feel more gratitude and appreciation. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Shekinah, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be more grateful and appreciative. Please join us next Thursday right here when Judith Kusel will talk about soul readings and the first supercontinent of. Highly advanced beings on January 3rd when Psychic Dwan Washington will give his predictions for 2019 to provide hope, gratitude, and optimism. In January 10, when Brian Wilson will talk about how spiritual practices make good business sense. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you
0: and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.